Have you heard the term concierge medicine and wondered exactly what that means? In short, it's the answer to the question, isn't there a better solution to my health care? Concierge medicine means virtually no waiting for your doctor. It means 24-7 access to physician care. It means truly individualized health care, all at a cost that's lower than you might expect. See pricing and learn more at PartnerMD.com. It's better health care for an even better you. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Hello, listeners. This is Jim the Keys, bartender, coming to you on a beautiful day. And I'm one of those beautiful days where the, the humidity is low and it's in the low 70s right now. It's just priceless here in the Keys. You can actually see the dry air or the lack thereof of humidity. And it's pretty sweet. And what did I decide to do? I decided to say, you know what? It'd be a good idea to do a live podcast. Yeah. And it's a, I'm going to have to really think about, you know, maybe 600 is just the numbers. We're coming up on our 600 podcast. That'll be uh, whatever day, Monday or, or um, Tuesday or tomorrow. Who knows? Depending on what we're doing. But it is a beautiful day, and my uh, I decided to do the podcast because my girls decided to go up to Miami to go shopping. I have to work tonight, <clears throat> and I love going to work. I really enjoy it. That's why I tell myself all the time. I love the work. I love the work. I do. I get paid for it. I love to do this job. I get, sometimes I forget. I had a discussion with people, and they said, you know, certain people, Certain people, whenever they're doing something for quite a, a long time, and there's a possibility you become proficient at your job and you have an expectation of what's going to happen, and you get, when you get trained, when you're trained to do everything in your job and kind of there's, there's no surprises, sometimes you may get tired of it, it becomes routine. And I have a tendency, no matter what job it is, it could be the best job I ever had. I could have great success with it. I've done it many times. But once you've done it, and once you get good at something, I have a tendency of trying to move on. I guess, I don't know what it is. It's either I've been bad at so many things, and that... I like to try to get good at something, something, and once you become good at something, the challenge is gone, or it could be just the a customization, being accustomed to something, having expectations every coming, you're going to hear this, you're going to see this, you're going to make that. And I thought, well, maybe I need to change the approach and not the job. 
change myself. And I've said it on several podcasts, you know, that life could be that way. You know, in relationships, your regular everyday life, there's things you can do to change your life. I talk to people all the time at work about that, about getting uh, some people that are trying to motivate themselves to work out and things like that. And I said, it's incremental, incremental gains. You got to watch out for your plateau and you just got to keep on doing it within your ability, just working out or learning, like learning a language. You learn when you learn a language, you only learn a couple words at a time. And then the more things you get to understand, the wider breadth of your knowledge, you're able to associate things and you learn faster. Right? When you get the pronunciation down or the spelling down or and all the the way you can change this certain uh, tenses. Let's say all the different goddamn verbs in French. Past tense, future tense, past possessive tense, whatever there are. I was saying, Jim, there's no past possessive tense. I realize that. I do realize that. I'm not an incompoot. Well, uh, I do try to acclimate myself and try to do that with the weather. Because when you see a beautiful day like this, sometimes you have a f- tendency to forget. And then you get wrapped up and just, instead of just enjoying it. I, you know, I realize I have to go outside. I, I, I have been outside. I went outside today because the, I was getting my car ready for their trip. I'm giving, I gave my wife and daughter the car so they can go up to Miami and I gassed it up I wanted to make sure the air was correct in the tires I it's funny I've been putting off getting my own I bought it a, a I had a my own air compressor and now I want to get a portable one and I'm just putting it off putting it off and then I said you know this is the reason when I went out looking for a pump an air pump that would work at one of the gas stations said damn get off your ass and do that Jim quit being a jerk off to yourself well, when I went out, it was crowded. There's a lot of people coming in town. There was a ton of people at our local state park, a beautiful park called John Pennycamp. And uh, there was just a stream of vehicles, RVs and boats, and waiting to get in. You know, like I said on previous episode, we are in the midst of our high season for spring break, the highest of the high season. The people are high. The traffic is high. The prices, I'm not going to lie about it, they're high. But then again, they're high all over. It's funny how people think that it's a unique thing. They can blame a president for the price of gas, but the price of gas is expensive all around the world. Same thing as inflation. is affecting people all around the world. Food prices are going to go up. All those things. And we have, we have a tendency to blame, we want to blame people. And their circumstances... I wouldn't even blame Putin. I don't think Putin started the war to raise food prices. Controversial. He went there to be disruptive and try to cow the Ukrainians, which he failed miserably at. And he may be a war criminal, but he certainly isn't a master planner when he's thinking, I'm going to create a food crisis or an inflation problem or a fuel shortage. I'm sure he, he may have thought about it a little. He says, without our gas, you know, they're not they're done so but he didn't 
and while I'm on that note, we still support the Ukrainian Ukrainian army and uh, and the resistance fighters over there. They're having great success. And we hope for more. And if you like to donate to them, I always suggest try Doctors Without Borders or Save the Children's Foundation. Okay, it, there's a lot of uh, bogus charities popping up. Lots of charities, but I don't say they're all bogus. I just don't know which are. I just know which ones aren't. The ones that are established and have a high rate of that. So getting back to the thing about getting accustomed and doing things and enjoying the weather. Let's get back to that. So I prepare myself for today trying to do something new. This podcast is something new because I try to talk about every episode, talk about something different. And you'll see a little later why I put John Walter Gacy. And they said, no, it's John Wayne Gacy. I know that. But that's part of the narrative I'm going to go into. So I go out today. Um, I'm going to finish this thought out. There's a, tons of people going in Penning Camp. I go to my local um, gas station the air pump's not working. The one actually is dropping air lower and flattening my tires. And I go, you know, it takes a while for it to start reading. But I wasn't comfortable with that because it was coming drastically low into like 18 PSI and things like that, which you can't drive on after a while. So I wanted to get that taken care of. And I did that. And the girls are on the way. And I, uh, I am here alone. I'm home alone as I am often during the day when school's out and all that stuff. And now that my daughter's growing up, she's going out with her friends. So we had a wonderful, like I said, we've um, I'm finished with the, the thought about the beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful day at work. We're going to, I don't know why we're, we're going to have, uh, it's going to probably be very slow at indoor restaurants today. I, I try to project when it's a beautiful day like today. A lot of people want to eat outside. They want to eat, eat outside by the water, either Oceanside or Bayside. It's cool. It's beautiful. It's sunny. They're hoping to see, like, one of those things you see in amazing pictures people post on Facebook. Like, they'll be sitting there eating a dolphin sandwich. Not the mammal dolphin. Let me repeat that. Mahi. Let's call it Mahi then. Dolphin is Mahi. And dolphin, the porpoise, is not Mahi. But they're hoping to see... The porpoise jumping out of water playfully by the waterside. Or, you know, just see some boats, sailboats and things like that. It's just a gorgeous day for that. So the indoor places kind of suffer. And with the cooler weather and things like that, there's less insects, bugs. You don't feel them as much. You do get, on the dry days, you do get no stems and things like that. But I didn't want to, I don't want to rain on anybody's parade on this beautiful day. So tonight we have, uh, tonight though, when it's cooler weather, people do decide once it gets dark outside and stuff like that, when it's beautiful out. And it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be beautiful if it's, the sky's clear. I'm just projecting. It just looks lovely. Just throw on a jacket. But it does get kind of chilly at night with the wind for us Floridians. For you people coming from the great white north, it is not necessarily, it's decidedly not cold people that are coming directly down here from there. So, getting back to the title, John John Walter Gacy. I was watching 
Bill Maher and people say, where do you get your ideas? Sometimes they pop out of my, I pull them out of my ass or to get an idea. He mentioned something. I'm going to give him credit for it. He says, why do serial killers have to use three names? And I did a little research on that. It's serial killers and assassins. So you have John Wayne Gacy. You have a couple other serial killers, but not as famous as that. But you have a whole lot of... uh, Assassins. You got Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, God, I forgot the other guy's name. Let's write this. John Wilkes Booth. Uh, but wh- why with those names? Why would people use the John Wayne Gacy? I mean, just it could be there's several reasons for it, I think. And I think one of the major reasons is, is the newspapers are thinking, you know what? I got a friend named John John Gacy. And if you're a reporter and says, listen, what's his middle name? Wayne. We'll just use his whole name, John Wayne Gacy. Why is that? Well, I don't want him to think it's my friend. And my friend's a nice guy. He does a lot of things to help children. Oh, that's not like John Wayne Gacy. No, no, no. His name, middle name's Walter. John Walter Gacy. Okay. And imagine having to explain it. John Booth? Are you John Wilkes Booth? No, I'm John William Booth. Or I'm Lee Robert Oswald. I mean, why, why, why didn't Hitler use... If Hitler had used his middle name, Adolf, Heydrich, Heinrich, Hitler, then people could be Adolf Hitler. Because they just say, well, no, I'm not Heinrich. I'm Adolf Wilhelm Hitler. Oh, okay. Or Mao Zedong. I'm Mao Tao Tong. Or, you know, Vladimir Putin. Putin should you. Vladimir. And a little people don't know, but his middle name is Elizabetha. It's Vladimir Elizabetha Putin. So he has a girl's middle name. Not true. Not true. But I have a... Well, I mean, I guess there's Russians that would name their kids Vladimir Putin. And, you know, if their last name's Putin, they'd be proud of him and stuff like that. Or do some people say, man, I wish a fucking name wasn't Putin. That would really suck. And I think that's the main thing. What is in a name? Everything's in a name. Except as a, an identifier. You know, there's probably was a couple Ted Bundy's walking around. I'm sure glad there wasn't a serial murderer named Jim Horan. And people say, well, don't you go by James Peter Horan? No, I go by James Peter Patrick Horan. Now, if three main names make you an assassin and a serial killer, what does four, ma- four names make you? I don't know. Like, are you like a devil? No. It negates it all. So, yeah, names are very important when it comes to things like that. And you just think about that. There is a, uh, a couple Jim Horans out there. There was an actor. He did a lot of science fiction uh, TV. He was on Star Trek. And there's a member of... One Direction, Niall Horan, but some 
for some reason, whenever I try to Google myself before, Niall Horan would come up, and I'm like, what? You know, I know, I'm Google myself. I'm, listen, I'm, try to be truthful when I do this show, right? I attempt to be truthful, what, unless being truthful hurts other people and hurts my family. So, some things you got to be less sharing about. And that would be the thing. But there was a Monsignor Horan, Monsignor James Horan in um, uh, England, and no, Ireland, who was kind of an IRA supporter. He was a big supporter or some one of the, uh, an associate of one of the Republican parties. When I say Republican, I'm talking Irish Republican. It's funny, when you talk about an Irish Republican army, they were closely associated with the Communist Party. A lot of people don't think about that. When you hear a Republican in Ireland, they're more closely to associate that with socialist and communist. And that's interesting. That goes with the name thing. It's like the martinis. Right now there's tons of martinis out there. I know, I'm going, I'm going to try to make this bar theme. When you see a coconut martini, or watermelon martini, or an orange martini, or a blueberry martini, or any of those things, they're not really martinis anymore. They're more cocktails. They're just very strong cocktails served in a martini glass. I think a martini, probably the one thing that denote martinis is when you use this, you know, 75% Let's make a hard and fast rule. 75% has to be a spirit in it. In a regular martini, 100% of it is a spirit. And if it's shaken over ice, I mean, there's obviously a little meltage, so that could be like 80 whenever you do that. But when you start doing the flavored ones and things like that, that percentage goes down because a lot of flavored vodkas, actually vodkas or flavored gins, they have less proof FYI for you. So, names are very important. I don't know if you can hear that right now, but it sounds like. But it sounds like the there's squirrels outside. Uh, we have right outside one of the windows. We have all the windows open. Every time the temperature drops and the humidity low uh, lowers and stuff like that, we take the opportunity to open up the windows and let fresh air in here, and it is glorious. It is glorious, but I really do enjoy it. So with that, I may start winding up now. What did I have written on here? So the talk about uh, bitch, uh, talk about bitch laugh about. Why do serial killers, oh, happy hour, happy hour. Talk about misnaming that. You know, it's funny. It is happy hour when they arrive, but a lot of people aren't happy at the end of the happy hour. And happy hour is normally, is, is most of the time, at least in the United States, is more than one hour. They should call it happy hours. Hence the name. And it's funny with happy hour and people go like this. They, they, they pretend not to know when people come into a restaurant, they'll pretend uh, ignorance on a lot of things. But there are a lot of jailhouse lawyers that come in with happy hour and says, oh, so the tequila's on happy hour. 
that the rail tequila? Yes. If I went in with sour mix, would that be happy hour? And I go, yes. So if you put a little lime juice and a little triple sec, that's not happy hour? Well, I said, that's two liquors, isn't it? Well, don't put it with the triple sec then. I said, well, okay, well, well, well. You know, we said one mixer, one liquor, and not expensive liquor. I mean, not an expensive mi- mixer, meaning like you're not going to ask for something like a Bloody Mary. Right? And a lot of times people upcharge for juices anyway. So there's always people trying to work that out. And they say, well, that's not technically a happy hour drink. That's a real vodka. What's a real vodka? Well, when I go to places and go to Smear, oh, how much is their, how much is their happy hour drink? And they go, well, it's about $2 more than you. I said, hence that. And I said, that our drink, that our drinks the same price on happy hour now using that liquor in the place. Well, that place is much nicer. I said, yes, but they're discounting it to our price. That's what everyone does. And, you know, you don't discount premium liquor at kind of like family restaurants, right? Why would you discount premium liquors at a family restaurant? Because people come to family restaurants because of affordability. And you have to have debates with people and stuff like that. It's crazy with the name. But I am so happy there wasn't some guy, let's say he was working as a bartender and mysteriously his regulars would die uh, every so often, a couple months apart. And they go, Boy, they die of mysterious illnesses and we can never figure out what it is but they die in their sleep at night blah 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 blah, blah. and then you find out the guy was slipping something into their uh, drink hey say Jim that sounds like a spontaneous admission of guilt yeah I think I'd be a little more creative than that and I don't think I'd link everyone together by you know the way the way you see it on these shows the best serial killers, the most amazing serial killers, are the ones, first of all, that never got caught recently. There are, there are probably, they, um, according to the uh, special, I guess it's special crimes unit of the FBI or whatever they call it, this, um, not the serial killer, the repeat, I forget the name of it though, Maybe you can send me the information. I appreciate that. But they say a lot of them aren't caught. And a lot of murders are attributed to other people. But they also have a grandiose view of themselves, too. And that they're smarter than the authorities. Hence, the BTK killer. I think it was out of Kansas City. And uh, I think, uh, was it Mindhunters? There was a miniseries on Netflix. Uh, kind of, it was a fictionalized history. Though. It goes through real serial killers and fictionalizing the story behind how they were found. Or, or what we call it, fleshing it out fictionally. It's like Braveheart. You ever seen the movie Braveheart? Like, about 20% of Braveheart was probably accurate when they talk about probably 
the names where the battles took place, some of the people that were in the battle, and some of the results of the battles. But the other things, the conversations, the interactions, most assuredly did not happen. Patrick McGugan, I think that's the guy that played uh, Edward Longshanks in there, most assuredly did not most likely throw his son, the heir apparent, gay lover, out of a parapet from a castle. But it would be made for good movies. You know, why is this man talking to me? And they'd say, well, I'm done talking to you and throwing him out the window. Well, that's about what I got today. I do appreciate you guys for listening. I know it's a little short, but you know what? Sometimes it's a little short. You know what I'm talking about, girls. Yes. Sometimes it's a little short, but that doesn't mean it's not good. What means it's not good is you don't like the content or my voice. And that may not be as good, but short doesn't necessarily make it not good. I want to thank you for listening. Please keep up those downloads. Please share as much as you can. And if you like to support the Freedom Fighters of Ukraine, please do that. It's going to be a long slog through and people say, well, when are you going to keep on talking about it? Yes, I'm going to keep on talking about it until it's over. I picked it as my cause celebra. Cause celebrated. doesn't mean celebrating. It is my, it's the big cause. I'm going to stick to it and then maybe next time I could do another one. Maybe I should do it for breast cancer. I should really do it for breast cancer at the end of it or something like that. Uh, I do thank you for listening. Have a great day. If you're down here, enjoy the weather. You can. Li- this is going to be recorded. This is going to show up. You know, this is recorded now after it's live, so you can listen to it whenever you want. So it's a beautiful day. You can listen to it outside. What I plan to do is get in the hammock and do some meditation. I will talk to you later. Have a great day.